You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A. C-L. And welcome back to the ACL pod featuring Cap and Wags. We are on the final team here in the AFC North. We've done all three prior to this, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Ravens. We are going to be talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers today. Wags, here we go with their number. Season win total, seven and a half, plus 100 on the over, minus 120 on the under. There are a few sevens out there, very heavily juiced to the over. To win this division, Pittsburgh, 10 to 1. To win this conference and go to the Super Bowl, 50 to 1. To win the Super Bowl this year, Wags, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 90 to 1. I will say this, Mike Tomlin, his career record, 154 and 85. Pretty darn good numbers there. Absolutely true. He's now the second longest tenured coach in the entire NFL behind Belichick. However, this is a man who has not won a playoff game in six years, and he's three and seven in his past 10 playoff games. So there's a lot to like as far as Tomlin goes. I think he's fantastic as far as being a great motivator and all that. I question a lot of his in-game play calling and decision-making, fourth downs, going for two, et cetera, that kind of stuff. But the biggest thing here, Wags, there's a new QB under center for the first time for this team since 2004. Pretty wild. There are lots of change going on on Pittsburgh. Yeah, we, we can see all three of their quarterbacks under center this year. <laughs> um, it's true. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is, is – I, I, it's hard not to like the guy, right? He's gritty. He's tough. He expects a lot out of his team. He's been winning. Um, yes, of course, the playoff numbers are not there, um, but he gets there. And, you know, I think the last – like last year was, was a rebuilding year and they won nine um, mm-hmm. this year, another rebuilding year. And, you know, I, I don't think they'll get to nine this year. Um, the number is seven and a half, right? So um, it'll be close. And, you know, the reason is the quarterback situation, right? So we're going to see Mitch Trubisky, I would say most likely as the starting quarterback. Um, then you have Mason Rudolph and obviously Kenny Pickett, right? So I think, all three of these guys could eventually be playing. And I think all three of them, this is my bold prediction, if you will, all three of those players will start at least one game this year. Um, Yes. I think a lot of people are saying, well, certainly two. Yes. But I think all three will have a start this year. Got to love their weapons though. Uh, Deontay Uh Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Najee Harris, like what exciting players to have. Um, But they're going to have to rely on Trubisky, Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett, right? They're, those are going to take, you know, they're going to take the heat um, from the Steeler Nation all year long. And guess what? The heat shouldn't be on them. It should be on their offensive line. They are a not very Rough. good. Yeah, they're not very good offensive line. And when I say not very good, I'm talking bottom five offensive line in the league, possibly worse than that. Um and and here's my thing, and here's the, I think the big thing that a lot of people don't necessarily think about is Big Ben was top three in the league as far as getting the ball out of his hands. I think he was ranked two last year. Um, he 
from snap to throw was right around two seconds, just over two seconds. That's a huge loss right there when you have a very subpar offensive line. And now they have to go to a quarterback like Trubisky, who hasn't been very quick on, on, on his reads, uh, Mason Rudolph, same, or Kenny Pickett, who comes in straight out of college. Um, it's a tough ask. And when you like one second, when you think of that snap to throw two seconds, 50% longer is three seconds. And if you have to wait that long, you're in trouble, especially when the likes of miles Garrett are coming down your throat. And um, yeah, I, I think when I look at it, Trubisky starts, you know, normally it's Trubisky will start, you know, when they do their analysis, it takes about four games. Well, game five, I believe is at Buffalo game six. Well, let me take a look at this uh, game five at Buffalo game six home against Tampa game seven and eight are on the road at Miami and at Philly tough. I mean, when do you expect them to go to pick it and they're going to throw them? They're going to have to throw them into the fire um, and kind of, unless they go straight to Rudolph and say, Hey, Pickett's not ready yet. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to take our chances with him early or at least that early and and we can see that um i think tua came in in week five you know halfway through a game or something like that um what are they going to do with pickett is he going to be um you know he he's had a strong start don't get me wrong and and uh in the preseason but we also saw that with zach wilson and i said that on the jets podcast zach wilson had a great preseason and last year he was terrible during during like Mm -hmm. the games that matter so um you know, you look on the defensive side of the ball and you see a lot of playmakers over there, um, at least on paper. Uh, certainly up front, Cameron Hayward and TJ Watt. I mean, those guys are great. Um, but then you look at Devin Bush, underperformed first round pick, Miles Jack, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, some of these guys are, are, are certainly good on paper and, and we've seen some really, really good plays from them. Um, but if you look at the film, I mean, a guy like Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick is is good sometimes and sometimes he's not, not that good. And, and um, you know, for somebody who's listening, any of our listeners right now is hearing me say, oh, Minka Fitzpatrick isn't that good. You probably say, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, go watch the film. Um, there's plenty of uh, plays that he he takes off. He doesn't read the ball well. Um, certainly knows how to play the game and make big plays, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're playing the game um, every single down, every single snap at at a high level. So um, that's where I want to see. I want to see this defense really come together and play better. Um, I don't know if they will. Uh, they were, you know, you think about Pittsburgh. Oh, they have all these players. They were certainly a top 15 defense last year. No, they were ranked 20th in the league. So that's where mm-hmm. I have an issue with that. They need to perform better. Um, they're going to really need to rely on their quarterback. And look, this is a quarterback league. And a lot of the success of a team falls on the quarterback shoulders. So, um, you know, they're going to have to rely on Najee Harris to, to make plays. And um, they're going to have to get the ball out of either whether it's Trubisky, Rudolph, or Pickett's hands. They're going to have to get it out of their hands quick um, for them to succeed. And and I just don't see it. ACL? I th- I think if you're betting this win total over, you're betting on two things. You're betting on Mike Tomlin. Yes. Oh, 100%. Basically a, yes. a guy that finishes and, 500 and no matter what. Yeah, and, and I don't blame you if you want to go over with because yep. Tomlin is the man. Good. And I also think you're betting on Mitch Trubisky to be okay. 
Hey, right. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, Trubisky had, uh, and, and and I'll get to the point here on Trubisky. I think Trubisky's not as bad as everybody thinks. I think I agree he, with you. he got the short end of the stick in Chicago. He didn't there, mm-hmm. they, hey, but guess what? They didn't have a great offensive line in Chicago either. So that's exactly. what kind of concerns me. When you saw him go to Buffalo and um, when he did have to step in for Josh Allen, he played very well. And yeah. because the Bills had a great team. Um, so, you know, you put a quarterback, any quarterback into a good situation who could play at this level, they're going to perform better than even a better quarterback on a team that doesn't have a good offensive line. Absolutely true. So if Mitch can be okay, based upon the offensive line issues that he's certainly going to have, I mean, we know that's going to be a problem. It's not like one of these things where it's like, oh, maybe the O-line, I mean, we'll be okay. The O-line's not going to be good. Yep. It's 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 going to be a problem. And then the second thing is the rushing defense. Wags 32nd in the NFL last year, dead last not in rushing get things defense. Done. Yep, they finished last in the league, giving up 146 yards per game on the ground. They gave up five yards per play on the ground, which is just absurd. Uh, so that has to, to be a little bit better as well. And then I, I will say, Najee Harris, I've seen him just to divert a bit to fantasy. He had 381 touches as a rookie last year, sixth most in history for a first-year player. They've literally come out and talked about how that was way too high. So I, I just think his numbers are definitely going to decrease a little bit this year. Uh, 381 carries for anybody, much or touches, I should say, for anybody, much less a rookie, is just way too high. So um, I think a lot of it, again, is going to fall on, on Mitch. Can he get any kind of time back there to get the ball out because we have seen when he has time, he's not that bad. And this isn't just the guy. This was the number two overall pick in the entire NFL draft a couple years ago. So scouts certainly have seen the talent there, but again, they're in a tough division. Um, they were plus two in turnovers last year, which got them to that nine win mark. You should say, you could say, and then from a strength of schedule perspective, they're number 12. So the schedule is very difficult as well. So I could see why just on paper, putting the, Mike Tomlin thing aside that this team has a season one total in that seven range and they're projected to finish last in the entire division. Yeah. And this is a seven range, right? Seven and a half. And the Steelers are one of the, you know, biggest betting teams out there. I think it's really the Steelers and the Cowboys who are the top two teams uh, with the largest fan bases. So um, I think a lot of the money typically comes in on the over when you're looking at Pittsburgh. So to see a number as low as seven and a half, you know, that's again, Vegas saying, you know, they probably add a half um, to a Steelers total uh, because the Steelers fan base is so large. Um, Yeah. And to your point, yeah, they have to play the the, uh, Browns twice and the Ravens twice, both very good defenses. So, yeah, I expect to see, you know, those games go under for sure, um, especially, you know, when they're playing the Steelers. Um, you know, I, I just don't see this offensive line producing where it needs to be for, um, you know, a quarterback like Trubisky, Pickett, or Mason Rudolph. And again, you know, any one of those guys, I think their ceiling is really uh, like a top 25 quarterback. I don't think any of those quarterbacks are going to be, you know, fighting you know, to be on your fantasy football team this year. Let's just say that. No, I I agree with that. One of the more compelling divisions in the entire NFL, probably next to the AFC West for my money, the most compelling between, you know, can the Bengals replicate what they did last year? What's going to go on with Cleveland? A lot of change in Pittsburgh as far as new quarterbacks coming in and out. And then, of course, you have the Ravens, who were the number one seed last year, headed into December and wound up missing the playoffs, which is just wild. So lots of intrigue with the AFC North. We finished 
that division. And we are making our way through the AFC Wags halfway there. We are going to be coming up on the AFC South for the next round of teams, the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Tennessee Titans. But that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you guys are enjoying all these preview pods, again, we just want to get the actionable inf- betting information out there for you. And um, football is right around the corner, man. NFL, September 8th. All the packages are up. Let us know if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, good, bad, or indifferent. We're always here to help and yeah. answer any go, questions. Go give us a five-star rating. And and if you're not following us or you're only following one of us, go follow at the real ACL, Mr. ACL, and at Cap and Wags on both Twitter and Instagram. So uh, give us a shout out, send us a DM, say hello, feel free, give us that five star, and we will be back with the AFC North. South. <laughs> we just <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we just covered the North. We're going to the South. All right. We're headed to the south. Head and the I, I, I was going to say, slide on into Wags DMs. He always <laughs> appreciates that. Feel free. Slide on in. He'll always say what's up. He's very welcoming. And uh, Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. That's what we got. AFC next. South. Yes. There we go. There we go. Getting it all jumbled at this point. All right. I think it's time for us to get out of here with this division for Wags. I'm ACL. We'll talk to you guys next time.